Thank you, carolers, and thank you, choir, for our prelude concert. It is a pleasure and a joy and a delight to welcome all of you this evening to United Parish in Brookline, whether this is your first time in the door or whether you are here regularly for Sunday worship or anything in between. Regardless of what star you followed, what flocks you've been tending, what angels you heard, even if it was a friend or family member coercing you to come tonight, or even if it was whatever gifts you brought, you are welcome in this place. I want to invite us all just to take a breath, just to sit back in our seats. Just relax a moment, because we made it here. I invite you to leave behind your lists, leave behind all your preparations, and all your worries, even if it's a worry about what note you will sing. Because once again, we are about to tell the story. It's a good news story, one worth telling. And as I keep hearing people talking about what unprecedented times we live in, I keep thinking, true, but actually every time we live in is unprecedented. It makes me wonder what this timeless story sounded like in 1776 when revolutionary colonialists were giving their lives in the name of liberty against the tyranny of George III, or what it sounded like in 1861 when this country was literally coming apart at the seams, or in 1940 when the world was unchillingly real, in real danger of becoming overcome by fascism, or even in 1968, which some of you here remember, when it seemed like the wheels were falling off of our own social cohesiveness. You see, this story we tell tonight is different from the one that is the history of the world. The story we're used to hearing says that the unwed teenage mother is careless and irresponsible. But our story says that she's a clear-eyed and courageous young woman. In fact, she's the mother of God. The story we're used to telling says that real men are not cuckolded by women who claim to have seen an angel, but put them in their place. And that in his day, Joseph could have easily had her stoned to death and be well within his legal rights. But our story says that a decent, gentle, loving man who listens carefully to his dreams and respects the integrity of his fiancée will be God's adopted father. The world story says that a bunch of poor hayseeds, you might even call them rednecks, working the late shift out on the hillside don't matter much. But in this story, God sends the angels to tell them first of the good news. In the world story, we use animals for our own voracious desires. But in tonight's story, God chooses them to be the attendants in the delivery room and the nannies in the nursery. In the world story, the mysterious visitors from the east following a star and bearing precious gifts are looked at with suspicion, even derision, and must be a part of some conspiracy. But in our story, they are the wise ones who pay homage to God and end up tricking a duplicitous king. And in the world story, we see narcissistic, demagogic, brutal tyrants rise to power and issue executive orders from their palaces that will harm and wreak havoc on the most vulnerable among us. But in this story, 
such leaders do not have the last word. Because, as you know, the reign of King George III, the American Confederacy, the Nazi and fascist powers of Europe, and our misadventure in Vietnam are no longer, but you and I are still retelling this same story. Sure, those same kind of malevolent powers will raise their heads, which is why it's ever more important to retell this story, that we let it take hold of our hearts and set our souls and our wills on fire. This is the story we tell tonight where love conquers evil. This is the story we tell where strength and courage are in vulnerability and choosing to do the right thing. This is a story about how God tried to break through to us. And the real conundrum is that most of the world missed it that first night. In fact, they missed it for centuries. And yet, it caught hold, and we've come here tonight to tell it again. My prayer for us tonight, as it is on every Christmas Eve, is that we don't miss God breaking into the world again. That we will let this story continue to recapture our imaginations in whatever ways it needs to do. Let it reframe, let it refashion, let it transform our lives, however personal and intimate or however public and political we need it to be. I encourage you tonight to look for something new, something you hadn't noticed among those things that are familiar. And by all means, let the music that has been so lovingly prepared for us touch your souls in places where words can never reach. And finally, I want to ask you to sing out tonight. These carols were made for singing. You know them. And if you don't know them, just fake it. Please do not be self-conscious in your singing. We all need to hear each other. I need to hear you. God needs to hear us. Because for whatever reason you came tonight, you are most welcome here. Your presence matters. Your voice matters. Oh, come, let us adore him. <laughs>